0: hello my dear listeners i hope today is going amazing for you join me on my podcast as i share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn they live their dreams as they say it's up to you to make it happen This show is sponsored by Biomental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Anul Singh. He is an author of the book Prepping for Success – Also a trader and angel investor out of New York City. And Emil, thank you for joining us today.
1: Looking forward to chatting with you. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. So let's start a conversation by diving into your journey of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you?
1: It started just, you know, in my college, in my dorm room, we're looking for things to do. And I think as any guy growing up, you're always interested in the stock market or you always wonder, how does this all work? How do the price keep going up and down? And uh, we also, you know, grew up watching movies of, about Wall Street, you know, about different things. So that's, I think, a natural thing for men where we want to get involved with finance. Um, so I was in my college, you know, looking at different opportunities for internships, for jobs, and I just wasn't able to get in anywhere. So I kind of was sitting in my dorm room and say, OK, I need to figure out something to do. And that's where I started researching a lot about investing, about finance, about trading, uh, taking a lot of courses and really just hunkering down in my you know apartment and really trying to learn it. Um, and that's where my journey began. And I discovered something that I love doing. And I have done that ever since I was 18 years old. I've never had a job, so this is all I've done since oh. 18 years old. Yeah.
0: Wow, for some people you know to discover something that young uh it's usually very rare you know sometimes they try and you know they see it doesn't work for them but it was something within you that kind of guided you towards that direction uh, do you remember what you uh, maybe used as a practices or habits in your daily life that helped you to stay focused, to help you to be present, and know what you want, and really, you know, execute the right decisions toward that direction?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing I kept in my mind is like I, I always thought about the future. It's I've always grown up like that, even as a child. Uh, rather than like enjoying the moment, actually, I was worrying about okay let's plan for the future. How are we going to do that? And if we need to make any sacrifices, then let's make those sacrifices now so that our future can be better. So Mm -hmm. I was always keeping that in my mind. So uh, growing up, I, you know, sacrificed a lot of my social life. I sacrificed a lot of that because I was like, first, I'm going to get myself settled and then we'll think about doing everything else. So my focus was always on that. Um, And, you know, I was an introvert, you know, kid growing up. So it was very easy for me to, you know, just sit down and just learn every single day until I get really good at it. Uh, so I did that, you know, very early on and kept that in the back of my mind. Uh, but always thinking about future. I don't, you know, if I, even if I lose money or something bad happens, it uh, doesn't matter what's happening right now. I was like, okay, is it getting me closer to my goal in the future? Like, so that's, you know, looking for long-term uh, success rather than short-term instant gratification.
0: Yeah. And that's something a lot of people struggle with, with instant gratification. How can I you know make that million overnight overnight successes we're looking at instagram social media we see uh you know different stories of people but we don't realize what was the work putting behind the scenes in order to come to this point Well we see like the end result of it and we compare ourselves to those people and without us really realizing how You know, the negative thinking pattern starts and we kind of bring ourselves down and not giving ourselves a chance to even, you know, move forward. But I think with us focusing on what is the vision for our life? What can we create? How can we become closer to what we want? And Uh, not being distracted with what we see around us. It doesn't matter, you know, other people's success. We can be cheerful for them and actually evidence that we can do it too. But we look at it from a different perspective. But uh, we should rather focus that energy and like you said, maybe put aside some kind of pleasures for the moment, knowing that It will come eventually, but maybe I should focus on building my business now or learning a new skill or studying something, you know. Uh, And uh, I just want you to elaborate more on, uh, you know, the tools that you could provide in your book in terms of uh, helping others to uh, be successful in their life. What is it that uh, made you to write this book and what was the idea behind it?
1: Yeah, I think, you, you know, you made a great point where you're talking about the people seeing the highlight reel. They just see what's mm-hmm. good now on Instagram. They don't see what went on behind the scenes. It's almost like, you know, when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, my God, this is a great movie. But if you watch when they were actually filming, you know, they're filming a scene cut and then did the right. drive 5,000 times mm-hmm. before a whole movie is produced. So, you know, the movie looks great, but not the production process. So same thing with our lives is like, you know, when you get there, it looks great. You know, and I get messages from people all the time on Instagram. Oh, my God, this looks great. This looks fun. I'm like, but you don't know the behind the scenes. So don't look at the highlight reel. There's a lot of work (laughs) that goes behind the scenes to make it happen. And I think that's one of the things I talk about in my book is like 10 different keys for success. And one of the biggest ones is integrity, meaning do what you said you're going to do and then do it when you said you're going to do it. I mean, just think about how much our lives will be better if we did every single thing we said we're going to do right? Mm-hmm. And we did it when we said we're going to do it. Oh, I'm going to start this on Monday. And you did, right? Or oh, I'm going to do this. And you did. If you just do the things you're saying, you're going to get the results. Most people, right? Including us, we know exactly what we need to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that we need more information or more knowledge. We already know in our heart what we need to do. It's just doing that step is the hard part. Uh, and the way you could do that is by, you know, paying attention to the words that come out of your mouth, uh, making sure you really believe what you're saying, because if you say things and you don't believe it, then your unconscious mind going to be like, this person's full of it, right? They say something, they're not going to do it. Uh, you know, let's not listen to it. And then slowly that'll create low self-esteem, low self-confidence. And that's like a whole cycle that keeps going on again, because you feel low self-confidence and low self-esteem, you don't do the things that you need to do. And then because you don't do the things you need to do, you get more low confidence and low self-esteem and it just keeps going like that. So I think yeah. we need to break that cycle and start doing and executing on the things we know how to do
0: yeah definitely and first of all honoring your own word you know because you said it that's what's important for yourself not for anybody else you know don't think about impressing others but really honoring your own word and being a high integrity person where you really uh saying the truth you're honest with yourself and you know you know, this is what I'm gonna do no matter what, being committed to the process. Because today you can feel good and it's easy when you feel good to do something. But a lot of times we don't feel like doing it. And that's where it's most important to do it anyway, right? Do do you think it's something that we should be kind of like be mindful of uh, in days that we don't feel as good? We still need to continue with the process, right?
1: Yeah, because think about it, like, if you don't believe in your own word, then how do you expect others to believe in you, right? If you don't believe in your own self, if you don't believe in your own self to follow through on what you said you're going to do, then don't expect the universe to, you know, come for you. Don't expect your clients to believe in you because you don't believe in yourself. So I think the biggest thing is we need to remind ourselves about that. And, you know, a lot of times people will say, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm a person of integrity, you know, I do what I said I'm going to do. I'm like, really? When's the last time somebody called you and you said, Hey, I'm just busy right now. Let me call you back. And then you never did. Or you you run into an old friend and you say, Hey, good to see you. We should totally meet up. We should totally catch up. And then you make no attempt to follow through to call them back to catch up. (laughs) That's all lack of integrity. You said you're going to do something and you didn't. So notice when you notice these patterns in your life where you said you're going to do something and you didn't. And then rather than apologizing for it or saying, Oh, sorry, I won't do it again. Put things in place to ensure you don't do it again.
0: Right. And also, like you said, small things like this, wherever how we do anything is how we do everything, right? We think always of something bigger that we should be focusing on, but even small tasks, daily habits that we have in our life. It's what's running really our life on the background, and we don't really realize that maybe uh, we used to deal with people or circumstances in one way, and it didn't serve us at this point right now. And we have that power to change it once we start taking that responsibility of what we created so far for ourselves and not blaming people circumstances events of you know what we have or don't have then we become an you know a driver in the seat in our life and then we can change it and go to the direction that we want but um being honest with yourself and showing yourself that i can and really honoring your word it's a uh, I think the foundation of the successful life to come. And also, I think it's important to be grateful to, you know, with what we have in our life, because a lot of times we're focusing on lacking something, but, you know, a lot of tools are provided for us. Even right now, with us not really appreciating what we have I think uh, the more we start doing that the more good will come in our life don't you think
1: 100% because it's all energy and it's all vibration so that what you're putting out on the world is going to be like a boomerang it'll come right back to you so if you're putting out the negative stuff or you're not falling through on your word you're putting out that kind of energy then it just energy just flows right energy never can be destroyed we learned that in physics. The energy, you know, once created momentum can never be destroyed. So once you put something out there, it's not going away, it'll come right back to you. So what are you putting out? Right? That's the big thing. What consciously are you putting out? What energy are you giving out? What vibes are you giving out? What vibrations are you doing? Uh, Because it's all going to come back in a roundabout way. And that's what I guess in the ancient traditions, they call karma, right? That's what it is. It's just coming right back to you. So what are you focusing on?
0: Yeah, and also how we manage our time on a daily basis, it matters. It matters what you do today in three years from today. You could be in different place. Sometimes we underestimate, you know, that it requires, you know, so much time for us in our head to come to that place. But what if we start with small incremental changes and see the compound effect of it? Do we give ourselves enough time enough time to see what we can do and again like it also comes back to believe that we can accomplish something but confidence it's built over time we have to show ourselves with the small steps small wins that we can and the confidence grows and i always think about it breaking down into small incremental changes that we can incorporate in our life as a habit that will support our decision and move us forward towards that direction, what would be the one or two habits that you have in your own life that helps you to stay in track?
1: Yeah, and I think you know it's important for people to know that you will fall off track no matter how successful you are, no matter how much you feel like you got it all together. There's gonna to be times where you're gonna fall apart, it's not gonna work, you're not gonna follow through. But the key is when you notice that you're not following through is to realize it and don't say, oh, now I've messed it up. Forget about it. No, just start back again. But training yourself that if you fall off course, just getting back right on it like it never happened is the best thing you can do. Now, some of the habits are, as you were saying, like breaking your goals down, chunking them down. So because we look at this massive goal, let's say your goal is to make $10 million. Now. If you look at that big goal, it looks like a really, really big goal. You're like, how am I going to get there? But now we start breaking it down. Okay, to make $10 million, let's say over the next three years, how many do we need to make per year? Okay, how, how? what does that mean per month? What does that mean per week? What does that mean per hour, right? Mm-hmm. So what do I need to do now to get to that rate? So that'll help you get a more realistic goal as well uh, for you. It's going to be different for everybody else, the goals. Uh, but that's going to be one of the ways to chunk it down. So rather than focusing on, okay, I need to do this big thing. Okay, what's the next step? What's just the next small step I can take? Once you get there, okay, now what's the next small step? Just take a bunch of small steps. And before you know it, you're going to get there. You know, I think that's the only thing people need to train themselves is to break these goals down almost like a reverse pyramid. So pyramid goes like this, but you break the pyramid in a reverse way. This is a big goal. Now let's chunk it down into smaller one, one step at a time. And that's the only way I know how you can get there.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think with us just taking next logical step in, you know, at the place that we're at, and you can start at any place you are, really. And it's just a matter of making that decision and really sticking up with what you said you're going to do and being committed to the process. Knowing that it's a long term, there is no overnight success. It's not real. And we have to kind of like take it as a fact that it, we, it will require time, it require effort, time from us, but eventually we're gonna get there and we're gonna show ourselves that we are capable of doing it. And, you know, really like, with us comparing ourselves to others, um, it's really distract us from what's important and what we should be focusing on. And uh, first of all, we have to start prioritizing our mental and physical health as well, because, Uh, Without us really giving ourselves the best care that we can, we can really serve other people. And usually the purpose for every one of us here is to find a way to serve others in some kind of way, whatever you're good at, whatever is your purpose here. But for you to, to know what that is, you have to give yourself that care and really start prioritizing it. And what doesn't mean for you to uh, to become, you know, uh, the person with uh, all those different values in your life. What are you uh, really like standing on? What are your values? You have to be clear about that. And once you align, once your vision is aligned with the values that you have, I think you become more clear on what is it that your goal and how you can accomplish it. Don't you think?
1: Hundred percent. I mean, in fact, I have my values written. You can't see it on right here on a little oh, post-it yeah. note. Uh-huh. So I, I keep it right in front of me, so that anytime I'm making a decision that I'm uncertain of or not sure of, I can look at this post-it note and you know, go, "These are my values." So this decision, this decision I'm taking, does that you know align with my values mm-hmm. or my intentions, or does it take me away from it? So that's a, a very easy way to make decisions in your life is just to ask yourself, "Okay, is this alignment with my values? Yes, great. I'll do it." If it's not in alignment with my values, I don't. I don't need to do it. So that those things keep you away. But the f- people need to start with the step number one is to first know your values. What do you really value, right? And making sure you go through that and check on it every week because sometimes your values change, right? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes they will change. What I valued ten years ago, I don't value anymore, right? What I value now, I might not value five years from now. And uh, right now, for example, what you said, like taking care of your health, that's my biggest priority for this year. Because for the longest time, I was just, you know, traveling, you know, focusing on just making money, living the business dream, did all of that and was all over the world. Three months in this Airbnb in Dubai, three months here. Like I did that for like three years and, you know, kind of messed up my health in the process. So this year, the only goal is, okay, we're going to get the health back because without that, you have nothing. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. And with us really prioritizing that and knowing that, you know, I'm the one who is going to give myself the best care. Because a lot of times people um, don't have that self-love or, you know, they don't feel that they're worthy of having something, you know. But I think we should come back to our true nature to reconnect with who we are. And that also requires some uh, practices that we need to do and again like uh over time we're gonna start feeling better and we also have to process the emotion that come up you know a lot of times we suppress those emotions every every day we're going through uh different challenges and uh we feel stressful, anxious, um, and, you know, if we don't give ourselves time to process those emotions and let it go, it could really get stuck inside of our body and, you know, manifest as different type of pain or anything that could really be hurtful for us, and I think it's very essential to uh make sure that we are in a good mental and physical health because it will give us different level of energy that we can operate from. and that is the foundation uh, for the better life to come because what we want is something sustainable, not just a quick fix and because right now you know a lot of times we're just fixing the symptom but not addressing the cause of the symptom, right? And I think it's important to uh, look into more sustainable way of living and what it could be for you. You know, sometimes um, we have to kind of give ourselves time to do something that we're joyful about, something that brings us this, you know, a feeling of fulfillment. It could start as a hobby or maybe side gig, uh, but we need to really feel the good pleasant feelings in our life and make it you know and know that it's something normal because sometimes we normalize the stressful situation saying like everybody is going through this it's no big deal but again like it's not something that you should be living in all the time in fear and in anxiety and in stress no you have to feel at peace and feel joyful but how can you bring those emotions into your life You have to start small and also, uh, like I said, even if it's a hobby or like a side gig, but eventually it could grow into something uh, that maybe could become your business, right? Something that where you're gonna start feel fulfilled. A lot of times people stuck in nine to five jobs and they really hate doing that and they do it every single day and they don't know how to break that cycle. So what would you advise people in terms of finding their own purpose in life, what they can start with?
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, great point, you know, what you're making about like feeling your feelings, because a lot of times, especially for men, it's very easy for us to just, you know, push it off, tuck it away, go play golf with our friends. We don't have to think about that, you know, and then you'll often it'll often end up coming out in weird ways or bad ways that you don't want it to come out. Uh, Mm -hmm. And whatever you're resisting will persist. They they talk about that in your linguistic programming is that anytime, anything you resist is going to persist and probably in uglier ways than you think. So it's important to learn how to, you know, I guess, process them, go through them and then you can move on. But then if you just tuck it away, it's it's always going to come back. Uh, But in in order to, you know, talking about if you're stuck in a nine to five and where to go from here, Mm -hmm. the first thing you need to do is, okay, what are my skills? Like we need to sit down and just take out a pen and paper old school and write down what are my current assets and assets Mm -hmm. would also mean skill. What am I good at? What can I offer to people? What is something people can learn from me? Or what if I what is something I could give value or add value to others for making a list of what you have to offer and then kind of creating a map? Okay, where do these skills come in handy? How can I use all of these skills? Could it be consulting other people? Could it be, you know, starting your own YouTube channel or something? Could it be something else? Like using your skills in different ways will help you do that. Uh, And then once you do that, once you figure out your goal, going back to what we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. take that big goal, divide it into smaller steps, but just focus on one thing at a time. What's the next step? Okay, let's Mm -hmm. buy the domain name. Great, I bought it. What's the next step? Okay, we open up this business. Great, what's the next step? Let's start creating the channel. What's the next step? Let's create the graphics. Like you start taking one step at a time. And before you know it, three, four months later, you're launching, you're doing your thing. And now you're no longer stuck in a nine to five. But I will tell you the only advice for people in a nine to five is to start now. Because if you start now, then one year from now, you'll be in a better position that maybe you can quit your job, right? But mm-hmm. if you wait another year to start, now you got to go through another year of misery, going to your nine to five every single day, then you come back, you think about it. And then you're not going to enjoy other aspects of your life. Because you're miserable. You don't like your job. You're not going to enjoy other things as well. You're not going to live passionately. So in order to do that, you need to set up a plan to quit your job one year from now or six months from now, but don't push it off. Like The best time to start is now. So
0: yeah it's always the best time to start making decision in this present moment and a lot of times we procrastinate and put it off you know thinking that maybe one day i will start you know it's just another way of us kind of like not doing and finding another excuse for to not do it but again we have to be mindful and watch what uh, what are the feelings that we experience? Is it something that really brings you that joy in what you're doing right now? If the answer is no, and you really don't like what you have or what you do, like you have to be um, intentional of how you're gonna make that transition. What do you envision for yourself? Like you mentioned, looking at your skills, at what you're good at, Uh, and what you can offer in terms of value to other people. Uh, That's very important because it could be that uh, you're just holding yourself back, really, you know. We don't realize that we're the only ones that put in the limit on ourselves. And that starts in our mind and how we talk to ourselves on a daily basis. A lot of times we are more, uh, you know, uh, we more negative to ourselves than to other people without us even realizing that and that's that puts a limit on what we can do and what we can accomplish if only we can catch this negative thinking pattern and uh, start you know going outside of our comfort zone sometimes we're scared of that feeling of feeling uncomfortable, doing something unknown. I think that's where we usually uh, start talking ourselves out of doing that because we know I never did it before. It's something that I never tried. What if I'm gonna fail? And we we'll start thinking about negative scenarios that might happen, you know, where in fact, it's just an illusion that we're creating. And that's stopping us from progressing altogether. Uh, what can we focus on in terms of like um, helping ourselves, like to push ourselves forward, even like despite all the, you know, something that we never tried, what could help people to um, to really like start making first step uh, towards the direction that they want? What do you think that helped for you maybe in the past that uh, first you didn't, have that experience in something that you're doing right now, but once you try it, maybe it kind of encourages you, right. To, to move forward. So I just want to know your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. I think the first step would be realization for people to realize that, okay, if it's tough or if you're facing, you know, some sort of like a resistance in your life, right. That's actually a good thing that's showing you, you're doing something that's going to cause you growth. Because, uh, you know, when are you the most comfortable? Well, when you're in your comfort zone, right? And comfort zone is not an area of growth. That's not where you're going to get the results that you're looking for. Like the life that you're looking for is not in your comfort zone. It's outside of it. So when you're feeling like things are getting a little bit tricky, I don't know what to do. You're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, a little overwhelmed. That's actually a good sign that you're on the right track. I need to go further into that track. Because that's where you're going to grow as a human being and as a person, as a business owner, or whatever you're trying to do in your life is through that, pushing through that resistance and just, and it'll never end. And the bigger things you do in your life, you know, the more resistance you're going to face. But all you got to do is just keep pushing. And that's just life, right? You can't expect for an easy life. If you want an easy life, well, you have an easy life in your nine to five. Everything is decided for you. You go to your work at this time, you do your job, you don't have to make any decisions. But if you want to be an independent human being who can make its own decisions, then you're going to be uncomfortable. It's just the f- fact of life just to learn how to, you know, build a thick skin that you can just keep pushing through resistance as no matter how tough your life gets, just keep going at it, having the persistence mindset, uh, because it's really hard to defeat somebody who can never quit, right? Really hard. You cannot defeat somebody who will never give up. I think that's the mindset you need to have is like, how, what are your dreams worth to you? Right? Like, I'll, I'll tell you, when I came to New York, when I moved to New York for the first time, from a Mm. different country. uh, And I didn't have many money. I saved up some money from my trading. And I said, okay, I'm going to move and start a business in New York. People are like, you're crazy. New York's so expensive. Why don't you go to like Arizona or somewhere cheaper? I'm like, no, but New York's where it's at. Like if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. Uh, And then it was a tough time because I started a business, had like 20 employees. And there was Mm. times where we were run out of money and had to pay my employees. So I did whatever I had to do to make sure everybody gets paid. The business keeps running smoothly. And I did things that, you know, maybe I'm not too proud of, but I did what I had to do to make it happen. And, uh, you know, now I'm being rewarded for the work that I did. And uh, I set a goal for myself. Okay, I want to make, let's say 250000 I made that. And then the next goal was, okay, I want to make a million dollars. And I, you know what? I was never able to get there. And then what happened? I, I realized my goal was too small. I said, I want to make a million dollars. I made it a little bigger. I said, I want to make a million dollars this year. Right, and then guess what? I put my mind to it. I made it happen. I never made a million dollars in one year, and I finally got it done. Uh, but realize, there's a lot of discomfort, uncomfort throughout that situation. It was not a great time. It was very stressed out. It was really uncomfortable. But you will get rewarded for you know you pushing through that resistance.
0: Yeah, definitely, and I think we should be comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, we should take it as it's just part of the process. And also like when we look at failure or not accomplishing something first time, doesn't mean that you have to stop. It's just a indicator for you to maybe readjust, learn from that experience. And again, now with that information, that knowledge, you can uh, make a different decision and move forward. It, a lot of times people, you know, scared of failure, and this is something in their mind that, you know, stops them. And again, it's just part of the process. And it shouldn't be uh, such a big deal. And you go through it, you, have, you know, you kind of learn, you have to learn from every experience that you encounter. And I believe that uh, all the opportunities presented to us, um, you know, in a way that it's intentional for us to grow you know we have to really look at it from a different perspective and the people that we interact with we always have to be with a learner mindset you know we have to be open to receive some kind of information or knowledge or lesson you know in order to grow because when you start saying that, you know, everything, you kind of like close yourself from what could come to you, you know, you have to be always open and receive that information and learn from it. And uh, for those who would like to connect with you online, how can they find you?
1: The Best place would be Instagram or Twitter. Uh, That'll be the best place they can find me. Uh, My username on both of those is Delta90. It's D E L T A N I N E T Y Had the username a long, long time ago when I started, <laughs> when social media first came out. And then, you know, they verified with a blue check. I didn't want to change my username. So I kept it the same. Uh, but yeah, that's the username for that. And if you're interested in more about the book, uh, it's called Prepping for Success, 10 Keys for Making It in Life. You can find mm-hmm. it on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Walmart, anywhere you buy your books. Uh, also on preppingforsuccess.com. Uh, Yeah, that's the best place they can learn more about me. And if they're interested in trading or investing, then LiveTraders.com is uh, the name of my company.
0: All right. It was a great time talking to you. Thank you for sharing your uh, thoughts and wisdom. And as we close today, for our listeners, what would be the thought for today to think about?
1: The thought for today would be to pay attention to your words, right? Every single thing you say for the next 24 hours, I want you to really notice it and make sure you mean it. Like, don't say things that you don't mean. Even if it's like you're trying to be polite to somebody, you're just trying to say, oh yeah, you know, trying to be polite, but make sure you mean it. Otherwise don't say it. Just try that for 24 hours and see how good you'll feel. You'll feel like you're in, you know, alignment with your values. And that would be the biggest thing they can start doing right now.
0: Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoy your day.
1: Thanks for chatting with you, Anna. Have a great one. Let's see.
0: listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did follow my show and leave me a review i'd love to hear from you to check out intern store go to internpodcast.com stay tuned